0: Welcome back or welcome to Unpacking Potato, the podcast where I, Henny, the self-proclaimed potato, will be unpacking a variety of different topics. Now today I want to try something a little bit different before we get started. I'd like you to pay attention to your face. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but pay attention to see if your jaw is clenched. I clench my jaw all the time and I really have to consciously be aware of it and try to relax it and even massage my face where it's very tense. Um, I would also like you to pay attention to your forehead or your eyebrows raised up and your forehead very tense. If it is, try to relax your brows. You can even use your fingers to kind of massage your forehead. And lastly, I'd like you to see if your eyes feel strained. I think because of technology and because of, you know, basically, well, yeah, just technology, but work and our and our social life being all online these days like everything. You can't get away from it. You can't get away from screens. You can't get away from social media. Um, Even if you don't want to do social media, maybe you need to do it for your, you know, job or your business or whatever. But I think it's so important for us to pay attention to our eyes and see how they're feeling. Are they feeling strained? How are your temples? Give them a little massage and just take some time in the day to do that. So I'd like to remind you here to relax your jaw, relax your forehead, lower those eyebrows and close your eyes and maybe like move your eyeballs side to side inside your eyelids. <laughs> I know this sounds so weird, but I promise it's like a little bit of a stretch. And if you suffer from headaches um, like I used to, I still do, but I don't, I'm not, I don't have migraines as nearly as bad as I used to anymore. Um, I promise this will definitely help. So I would love if you could do that for me right now. Just be aware of your face and your muscles. And then we can get started, okay, so today's episode is a very exciting episode for me. I mean each episode is when I sit down to record this. I'm always very excited, but today is extra special because I get to talk about my very first Google Form submission. <laughs> so somebody um felt comfortable enough to post their. Um, topic suggestion question personal story whatever it is to me a, couple, a few people have now um, but this is the first one and let me tell you when I got the notification on my phone that I got one I like got so excited and I went I couldn't wait to sit down and record this um but yeah so if you want to do the same um, the Google form link is in my instagram description or bio I guess the link and it's in the podcast description as well so you can find the link there and if you want to submit something that you would like me to talk about please please do so because it makes me very happy and excited because it feels like I'm collaborating with you whoever you are and it makes me very happy anyway okay let's get going so this person Um, Did not give me a nickname. So they are anonymous. Their pronouns are she, her, and there are no trigger warnings. And they said it's a topic suggestion. And so what they wrote was ghosting due to mental health, normalize or address it. And they did provide me with a little bit more of a background from where the story was coming from for them. Um, But because she wanted to remain anonymous and obviously I don't want to share anything that might give her away. So I will basically talk about this in generic terms in both um, relationship and friendship. Um, I guess professional can be included in there too. So to begin, what is ghosting? What would you define as ghosting. So for me, ghosting in um, dating sense is when people, uh, I guess, unmatch you on a dating app without saying anything or they stop replying to your text messages, um, that kind of thing. So the difference between that and something I would consider just fizzling out is fizzling out is you just both neither of you really make an attempt to contact each other. So maybe you've had a date or maybe you haven't, um, the conversation kind of fizzles out and you just don't continue talking. I don't consider that ghosting because it's mutual. It just kind of happened and you move on and it happens. But for me, ghosting would be as one person tries to reach out to the other repeatedly, um, and like once and you get no reply, like that might just be a mistake. But if you if it's twice or three times or more and you're trying to contact that person and there's no reply, um, that's what I would consider as ghosting. And that goes for friendships as well. If you text your friend and ask them what how they are or what's up or whatever, and they just don't reply to you or if it's Snapchat or Instagram or whatever social media form of contact that you prefer, they don't reply. That's ghosting. Um, if it's two friends that have gone long periods of time without catching up with each other without talking, I don't consider that ghosting. Because again, life happens, adult friendships. I think that's a very normal thing to happen. Um, I actually just hung out with a friend the other day and we haven't spoken in probably over a year we you know see each other's updates online um and comment on it and stuff like that but we haven't really like actually sat down and caught up on each other's lives and I don't consider that to be a bad friendship or ghosting because that happens and we were able to just pick up right where we left off and that's what I consider um real friendships to be because life happens and you can't expect to be a part of every single person's life and be you know in the know all the time maybe you have a group of friends that's like that and that's awesome but for me and my personal experience um that's not the case I usually go months and months without talking to some of my friends and then we catch up and then you know same thing goes over and over again and then I do have some friends that we catch up more often than not um but again that also depends on life situations as well if I have a friend in school and they're very busy with school I'm not going to be offended if they don't catch up. Every time I post a, you know, update on my story or something like that, and vice versa. So that's my definition of ghosting. So the question specifically asked ghosting due to mental health. So I guess that is if somebody ghosted you and then later on they come back being like, hey, I'm really sorry I ghosted you. Um, and then the person asked, normalize or address it. I don't think normalize is, um, I wouldn't say normalize it because, again, my definition of ghosting is someone literally does not reply to you repeatedly. So I don't think that's something I would like to normalize because that's not how I like to communicate with my friends, um, peers, whoever. I don't like to communicate like that. Like if someone asks me a question or contacts me, I feel the need to reply. But that's also, you know, deeply rooted in my people pleasing tendencies, which we will talk about, I'm sure. But for me, if someone contacts me, I feel like I should respond to them. However, if they contact me over and over again, like for example, if I'm, you know, on Tinder or a dating app, um, back when I was single and someone messaged me over and over again, after I've completely, um, honestly told them I'm no longer interested, I don't see this going anywhere and they keep trying or, you know, reaching out or harassing me at that point, then I will delete, block, you know, ghost them because, I've already set my boundary and they're not respecting that boundary. So I think that there is a time and place for you just being like, no, this is over. So I do think ghosting is totally warranted in those situations when people are not respe- respecting your boundary that you've already set very clearly um, and that communication is no longer required for them. Like like you don't owe them anything More than that, more than being straight up and being like, I'm not interested or please stop or whatever. Um, So I don't think like a lot of people do ghost on um, dating apps, like from my personal experience, I... Um, when I'm talking to friends, a lot of my girlfriends will say, you know, I just ghosted him or he ghosted me or she ghosted me or whatever. Um, For me personally, when I no longer am interested in a person that I'm talking to, I do make it pretty clear to them unless the conversation has already fizzled out and there hasn't been any back and forth. But if that other person is being very persistent, I will straight up be very honest and be like, hey, um, great talking to you, but I don't think this is going to go anywhere further. I hope you find what you're looking for on here and sometimes I met with actually most of the time I met with thank you for being honest um thanks for the heads up uh good luck to you too uh, sometimes rarely I did get like the more annoyed or oh a why or what like what happened like I thought we were you know those types of responses and that's kind of when I just you know unmatch, delete block whatever but that's thankfully pretty rare um from my experience personally and I mean you do have to take this with a grain of salt because I dated for probably a total of two years um doing the whole online dating thing before that I was in a relation I was married and in a relationship before tinder even existed (laughs) but that being said I definitely put in my time um those two years I dated a lot because I went on a lot of first dates I was on every dating app because I didn't date in my early 20s I met my ex when I was like very freshly 19 I didn't have a lot of experience and I really just had what I heard from my friends I had a lot of friends who would tell me their experiences and still do but um, for me those two years I went pretty hard and went on a lot of dates met a lot of different people so I could kind of learn what I wanted in a relationship and I do recommend that for everybody to take some time to be single and do the dating thing um, well however much you want to do it and then kind of go from there but yeah in that experience I found honesty and communication was the best however I definitely did run into a lot of issues with certain people not receiving it the way it was I guess intended um, because they chose to see it take it personally and like see it as their problem whereas I was really like this isn't right for me so I digress um ghosting in terms of your friends I really, really struggle with that because I suffer from, you know, depression, anxiety, the works. So I definitely have times in my life where I don't want to talk to people. I kind of go in my little cocoon and I don't really want to respond. I don't really want to talk to people. However, because I do have this tendency of not wanting to offend anyone, um, not wanting anyone to be mad at me, not wanting to do the wrong thing. So I do usually respond or talk even when I don't feel like it. I'm getting much, much better at it now, um, especially in the last year. I've gotten way better at not only setting those boundaries for myself, but also making sure I am respecting them from others. So if I need to talk to somebody, I am doing my best to check in with them first and be like, "Hey, do you have the mental capacity for this? Do you have the space to hear this story or for me to talk about this thing? You know, whatever works for you." I think that's so important in a friendship, um especially now when things are just so hard and everyone's going through their own battle. I mean, everyone was always going through their battle. I think COVID just kind of put a magnifying glass over everything. But I think it's just really, really important to do that for others but also do it for yourself so if someone is coming to you and unloading a bunch of stuff that you just don't have the mental capacity or just the emotional space for to have the courage because it does take a lot of courage and bravery to speak out and like basically advocate for yourself and your own well-being and just be able to say like hey, today is really not a good day for me. I don't have the emotional space to fully be here for you the way I want to. Is it okay if we talk about this another time? Or, you know, just be honest about it. Like that's, if that's how you're feeling, say that. But you also don't have to share anything that you don't want to. So it's really a fine line because for some people, ghosting is, is their only option like ghosting is the only way they can deal with their emotions or whatever they really just don't have it in them right now to explain to the other person why they're not available for them and especially with technology and you know us being able to contact whoever whenever at all times and also feeling like we are able to be contacted at all times it's so hard so I think it's really important to know where your own boundaries lie. So, if you're the type of person where you would feel much more comfortable explaining what's going on to the other person, then a quick text message, or if they called you, just a quick thing to be like, hey, I really care about you and I want to be here for you, but I just really can't today, um, or whatever. Or a text message to be like, hey, I've literally the same thing. Like, you just have to be honest and authentic about it. Like, just don't. If, I think it's so hard when people are ghosting and you have no idea where it's coming from. So if you're on the receiving end of a friend who's ghosted you and you know that they're going through mental health struggles... Then it's easier to have a little compassion for them. But if you don't know that they have mental health struggles, or if you don't know what's going on in their life, you might start ruminating and thinking, "What did I do? Did our last encounter make them mad? Um, what did you know? Are they mad at me?" Just all these thoughts and feelings in her head it's very natural especially if you have anxiety <laughs> but like in general it's very natural to have these thoughts when somebody isn't responding to you because there's literally nothing that you can go off of however if we basically acted like everyone we knew was going through a really hard time and therefore we can show more empathy for them and like have more compassion then wouldn't our self-talk get easier as well like If we just go ahead and assume that everyone is perfect and everyone's okay and the only reason that they wouldn't be responding to me is something that I did wrong, then of course we're going to think that we're in the wrong and we're upsetting them or whatever or take it personally. But if we go through life thinking this person is not responding to me because they don't have the capacity to for whatever reason, whether that's they're too busy with work, they're too busy with kids, they're too busy, too busy, whatever, but think maybe they're going through some hard times right now and they don't have the capacity to respond. Then we take that pressure off ourselves and we also take that pressure off them. So I actually think that mindset um, and addressing it that way is way healthier for the relationship, the friendship, everything. And I'm not saying to give everybody um, a get out of jail free card if someone isn't responding to you consistently over and over again um, where you need them or, you know, I guess, for example, if you have a friend who they come to you and expect you to be available for them at all hours of the day, whenever, when they're having a crisis or any sort of uh, personal issue, you know, something from very big to minor inconvenience, but then they alternatively, when you are requesting for their help advice or someone to, um, Talk to, they're never available for you. Then that's a different story. Um, If that's how the friendship dynamic has always been, or if that's what it's becoming, then that's something a little bit different. But if you have a friend who it's a two-way street, you're there for them, they're there for you, and normally that's how it is. But for some reason recently, um, it's a little bit different. Then that's a totally different situation from the first scenario. So in the second scenario, you. I don't know, like deal with it how you want to deal with it, obviously. But for me personally, if a friend is behaving a little bit differently than usual and i don't know what's going on i would probably reach out to them and be like hey i haven't noticed um or sorry hey i have noticed that you haven't responded to my last text message um if there's something going on and i can be of any help or support to you please let me know if not um then you know that's okay too but just know that i'm here and if i did do something to upset you or bother you please let me know because i obviously want to fix it like that's something that i would say to somebody who hasn't responded to my last few text messages and by somebody I mean a friend because I wouldn't do that obviously to a random person that I'm trying to date online or whatever but I think it's at the end of the day it's so important to have that communication and be open and honest about it if you have the capacity to do so so it's such a hit or miss I guess because you really might not have that capacity to do that and if that's the case then that's okay too I had somebody post on their story the other day about how they don't owe anyone anything and they got to do what they need to do for their own mental health and you know what that's totally fair and totally legit um if you don't want to respond to people and you want to read them and leave them unread then that's what you need to do then great but I'm for me personally I wouldn't go that route because I know what it feels like to be on the receiving end so I wouldn't love that But at the end of the day, if that person hasn't messaged back in a while when they usually do and then they get back to you being like, hey, I had mental health issues, then I think it's you know, totally warranted to be like, yeah, no, that's okay. Like, I think that's okay. I don't think that's something to get mad over. I don't think that's something to lose friendship over. I think it's unfortunate when things like that come up and there's miscommunication happening because there is no communication happening. Um, But, it, and I personally think that can be easily fixed. But if that's not possible, and in retrospect, they come back and say, hey, this is what I was going through, then you can make that decision yourself if you want to move forward or if you don't want to have that kind of friendship. But like, it really depends on the situation. It really depends on the person. So I guess I'm giving you like a really round, uh, roundabout politician answer. But basically, my stance is, I don't think ghosting is a good idea. Um, when it comes to dating, meeting strangers online, that kind of thing. If they're not listening to your boundary, yes, go ahead and ghost them. If they're making you uncomfortable, yes, ghost them. Like, don't feel bad about it. And like, you literally owe them nothing. You don't know them and they're making you uncomfortable. Then yeah, definitely, definitely do that. However, when it comes to friendships and people in your life that you already have relationships that you've built, then ghosting just isn't ideal, in my opinion, because you're giving that other person nothing to go off of. And I think it leaves a lot of room for misinterpretation and hurt feelings. They're trying to contact you and you're just not responding. Like, if you're mad at them, you don't tell them you're mad at them. If you're just not having it, any of it, and you don't want to talk to them, but you're not letting them know that, then you're just giving them, I guess, no chance to know what's going on. So it's just like, I don't think that's a great way to communicate. Um, but at the end of the day, if that's what you have to do to keep yourself sane, then like, who am I to tell you do any different? That's just, not how I would like to do things because I know what it's like to be on the receiving end um, with very high anxiety and wonder what I did wrong and blame myself for it and again that's something I need also need to work on as well because if someone isn't responding to me I really need to work on not completely putting that on me and wondering what I did wrong because at the end of the day it's not about me it's probably about them and their personal situation. So I'm basically pro ghosting when it comes to people not respecting your boundaries and not listening to you when you ask for space. Um, But I'm anti ghosting (laughs) when it comes to people that care about you and want to be there for you and want to support you. But and you just um, don't have it in you to reply. I guess that's my final answer. Um, But In summary, I guess the biggest thing for me is I need to have more empathy and more compassion when it comes to other people and their um, communication habits and texting habits. You know, there's quote unquote bad texters out there. And sometimes I do think that's a cop out for bad communication skills but at the end of the day that's not for me to judge and that's not for me to decide that's their thing and if that isn't something that jives well with me then i don't have to message that person or i don't have to have um the type of relationships that that i want to have with that person so i guess that's my honest final answer for this topic I'm really curious what you think um do you think ghosting due to mental health is okay do you think that's something that we should normalize and address or do you think that there's better ways to go around it um like I said I do know there's people out there that think it doesn't matter like you are the only person that matter and I totally totally respect that I just personally don't do that for me um And again, that might be very deeply rooted in other aspects of my personality, um, but I just don't want someone else to feel like they did anything wrong. I'd much rather be very open and honest with them about where I'm at today, mental health wise. So if I am having a down day, I'll be like, hey, my depression's getting the better of me today. Don't really feel like chatting. Don't feel like hanging out, whatever. Like I am a big, I guess... I guess, I, I guess in a bad way, you can say I'm flaky, um, but in a good way, I think I've gotten better at saying no to social events or even canceling on parties or events or whatever, even right before COVID. Um, there were some things that I would feel like obligated to go to with work and things, but I really try to get better at setting those boundaries for myself and like checking in with myself and be like, hey, how's my social battery doing? Do I really want to be around people making small talk and socializing? Or do I want to be with like one close friend and like in that kind of environment rather than like a big party or, you know, whatever. So at the end of the day, it's really about you and your own boundaries and what you want to I guess, continue experiencing in your life. Um, If you are okay with having friends that kind of fall off the face of the earth once in a while and just give you a little bit of a heads up, like when they come back into the world, that's cool. But if you can't handle that for whatever reason, then that might be a chance for you to evaluate that relationship, whether that's friendship, romantic, whatever, um, and then kind of do what you think is best for you. I think my biggest takeaway in this topic, um, even just like talking out loud and thinking about it more in depth is that I think I, and people in general take things very personally a lot. Um, and that is usually what causes, you know, drama, miscommunication, conflict, that kind of thing, um. The more and more I talk out loud to myself and think about it, the more I realize if we stopped taking things so personally and started looking at things from a perspective of empathy and compassion, then we won't feel so crappy ourselves and we won't blame others or shame others or whatever on what they're doing with their lives. Like, I mean, I think this is something that can be applied to literally everything um, in someone else's life, whether somebody, you know, wants to do a certain profession or wants to have a family or someone doesn't want a family or someone wants to, you know, travel the world and someone thinks that that's dangerous or whatever. Like, there's so many differing opinions nowadays. I think that so many problems and conflicts can be addressed with the simple act of, like, it's their life, it's what they're going through what they're experiencing is different than what I'm experiencing and that's very valid and let's look at that from a perspective of curiosity rather than a perspective of judgment or taking things personally like it's their life at the end of the day what does it really matter um obviously this is different if you're somebody who's seeking help from a friend and they're not responding and they're ghosting you and whatever and again I've repeated this a million times. It is very situational. Every situation is very unique and different and every relationship between two people is very, very unique. But at the end of the day, I think if we take on that perspective of they're going through stuff, I don't know what they're going through. Um, even if I do know what they're going through and, that person and I have experienced the same thing. It affects us differently. And that person is going through it the way they need to go through it. And I can play a part in that if I want to by offering support, or I can let them do their thing. Like, it's really down to that. I think it's really hard when people want to fix things, whether that's, A relationship, a person, you know, an ideology, whatever, when you're like coming from the idea of like, oh, you're wrong, or this is wrong, and I need to fix you, or you're broken, and I need to fix it. Like, no, like, let's just come from, let's everything, this is a different thing. This is a different scenario, different situation, and kind of go from there and come from a place of love. And again, I know that's cheesy, but that's how I feel. With that being said, I still think everyone is totally entitled to their own opinion. I definitely have my own opinion on a lot of different things. Um, and disagreeing opinions are okay. And I think that's healthy. I think it's totally... I think it's normal to have people disagree. Like, we have a bajillion people in the world. Um, if It would be super weird if we didn't all disagree... If we didn't disagree on some things, right? And I was just re-listening to what I said. And I know in today's climate, there's certain topics that are definitely more at the forefront when I talk about disagreeing. But at the end of the day, I still do think it is much more productive to come from a place of curiosity empathy and compassion in any subject Um, I am talking about ghosting and mental health in particular today and but I'm not and I'm not saying that we all need to agree I'm just saying that in conversation if both sides come from that perspective then we can avoid a lot of hurt that's that's basically what I'm saying (laughs) I hope you liked today's episode. Um I really enjoyed it. It really got me thinking and thank you so much to the person who submitted this um topic suggestion and shared their story with me and shared what they're going through with me. I really, really appreciate it. I just love um having that interaction aspect, um, getting those ideas and stories and experiences. And again, that's what I really want this podcast to be all about in the end. I really want it to be a space where I can empower people's voices and their experiences and share them with the people that are listening and tuning in every week. Um, if you have watched, or I always say watch, but like, you can't see me. If you've listened to all three episodes so far, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I'm really, again, I say this, I said this last time, but I'm seriously still very uh, blown away by the support. I really thought around two to five people would listen, um, but a lot more than that have. And the messages I've gotten have been very, very encouraging and they just make me um, very happy and I get very excited to talk about this kind of stuff with people so thank you everyone again so so much and I really hope you liked this episode and I hope you tune in for the next one I have decided that I will be submitting it on Sunday night so that they're available Monday mornings uh, wherever you are in Canada so that will be my schedule going forward um Yeah. And that's about it. I hope you have a wonderful day. And if you're listening in the evening, I hope you have a wonderful sleep and I will hopefully catch you next time. All right. Bye. And as always, thank you to my partner Vince for the music. And this episode is sponsored by potatoes. (laughs) I'm going to say that every time until I get a sponsor. So get ready to listen to that for like a long time.